Welcome to another episode of Spock Sports Show, sponsored locally through Barbary Law Firm. It's a look at everything sports here in the mid-Michigan area. And now, here's your host, Chris Spock. Chris Spockman hanging out in Beale City. I got the catcher Jake Goff here with me as they're doing uh, infield practice. And you were about to go out to second base. I said, ah, Jake, I could talk with you. You don't got to go practice second base because you're always behind the plate, aren't you, man? (laughs) I think I've only played two innings of a different position this year. Hey, but that's such an important position behind the plate. And let me ask you first a little bit about Saturday. 15-0 over Vesterberg, 12-1 over Segrad Academy. Were you a little surprised by those results? Uh, The first game, not so much. I mean, we came out. We did what we needed to do. And uh, the second game, we went into it, and we know it could go either way. We went into it, and with McDonald being a dominant pitcher and Caden Smith being a dominant pitcher, we thought it could be a pitcher's duel and whoever could hit the ball. But, I mean, we came out. We kept a lot of energy up. I mean, I'm sure you could hear up in the press box. I mean, we were loud the whole entire game. And I think we kind of made them crawl into a hole a little bit with our energy, and we capitalized off that. And now let me ask you about this. One of the things I was talking with Earl, and I think everybody, you would rather play noon and then play right away as opposed to they had to play at 10 and kind of sit around for a while. That's always tough, isn't it? Yeah, it is, which when, like our first game, we had the bats rolling, and we just we carried right on just like if – if we're in the middle of a game and we have one big inning and get out of it, we want our pitcher to be efficient as possible on the mound so we can get back in while we're still hot and our bats are still rolling. I mean, the same thing going game to game. If you come off one game then go to the next game, you're still hot. You don't want to have that game break. Just sit around. Yeah, and you were a freshman up on varsity for a very good Beale City team. Same with Blake Walcott, a freshman starting did you know he reached base every at-bat until his final one Saturday? I did, I did not until you just told me a couple minutes ago. And so when you think about the youngster doing that, what does that say about him? Oh, he, I mean, he's a great athlete, and he's done exactly what we need him to do all year. He's stepping up, and I've said from the beginning of the season that I thought he was going to be a big part, and, I mean, he showed it, and he earned a spot out on the field, and he's been he's done everything we need him to do, like I was saying, and he's a good ball player. Yeah, but it's well as once you get into the playoffs, you start facing tougher pitching. Sometimes you see those batting averages go down, and his his might be rising oh, up kind of kind of crazy. He's still doing good. Yep. And now uh, pitching, Caden Smith, Lane Gross, they were both dominant on Saturday. But is it different catching from different guys? How does that work? Talk a little bit about that for people. I mean, yeah, it's different. Like Caden is, I mean, if he puts a high fastball up in the zone coming in that hot, I mean, sometimes I might not get to it. Which another with other guys, I mean, I don't have to worry about it. Which all of our guys are still they're throwing they're throwing good and some guys command their curveballs better, their change ups, their sliders, and it really it can depend on the day too. Some guys will come in, have all their stuff that day. Maybe someday they can't throw fastball for a strike, but they can land every single curveball exactly where they want it. Yep. So I mean it just it depends on, on the day really. Yeah, who's on the mound. Yeah, but with Smitty, except for people who don't know, he's sitting at 90, maybe 90-plus now in his junior year. And you got other guys throwing gas, but 90 special, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it definitely is. It's real special when you take one off the thumb. <laughs> and now, playing catcher, it's it's different than any other position in any other sport. I want to I give you some credit here. I feel like it's a little bit like being a mix between the quarterback and then an offensive lineman, too, mm-hmm. as well, because you're calling the pitches, you're constantly communicating with Coach Ancliffe back at the dugout. Talk to people. If people don't know, how much goes into every pitch behind the plate for you? I mean, I'll go from just the beginning of the pitch. I'll have to get over. i got to get my signs from our Coach Bechtel that calls all of our pitches. got to call the pitch, make sure everybody where is where they need to be on the field, make sure my outfielders where they need to be according to if the pitch calls outside, I want them creeping more towards right. If it's inside, I'm coming towards left a little bit more, depending on how fast our pitcher's throwing, if they're going to pull the ball, need to make sure my infielders are where they're at. 
um, just given the sign, I need to make sure third base coach, any runners on base, can't see the sign Mix it when the runner's on second, mixing up all my signs with an indicator or a different number. So I'm making sure I'm keeping the signs in between me and my pitcher. Yep. Just like a quarterback, pre-snap, reading everybody on the defense, there's said nine or eight guys on the field you got to worry about, a guy at the plate, then the coaches. So much stuff goes into it. That's why I was so impressed with your play Saturday. And I'm going to ask you to put a percentage on here. For example, eight times out of ten probably, when you get on base, you're at first, you're probably taking second. Eight times out of ten. Does that seem like a good good scenario, or maybe at least Smitty's doing that? Uh, I'd say I'd say Smitty, Smitty, Jack, they're those guys. Those, those guys, guys, eight out of ten times they're going. And I mean, it's like that for a lot of high school mm-hmm. baseball teams. How far is it from home plate to second base? 127 foot. So it's 127 feet. You threw out shoulder twice on Saturday from Vesterberg. I know he was thinking the second time he got on base that, like, there's no way yep. he's picking me off this time. But you got him again. And what impressed me, they weren't pitch outs. That is usually when I have seen guys thrown out at second base is when the they make the right call at the plate. They throw it out. You were able to pick him off. And he said 15 this year going into Saturday. So that's now 17 that you've picked off this year. I, how much practice goes into that? And, again, you kind of talked about the step-by-step process for a pitch. Talk to people about that because this is when the pitches come in. You see that guy going. Talk about that. I mean, it, a lot of it depends. starts at the pitcher. If the pitcher doesn't get to the plate quick, it it can totally, I don't want to say mess up the whole play. It puts a lot more pressure on me because that it's giving the runner more time to gain more ground. So the pitcher's coming to the plate. I got to situate myself, turn my hips a little bit, make sure I receive the pitch, and catch. Make sure I catch the ball first. Then I got to have my transfer and try to work through the ball, bringing my weight towards second base and not towards one of the batter's box, depending on where the pitch is, and just throwing the ball as hard as I can towards the bat, towards I, the bag. There's so much mechanics to go into that. How long have you been practicing that? How long have you played catcher for? Has it just been all the way back since like was be farm league, I guess? Oh, I ever since I could remember, my dad was a catcher in high school, so he kind of always pushed me towards that position. And I'd say 12 years when I started to take it more seriously. I started. I had a catching coach for a while. He taught me a tremendous amount of things. And then now having Brad here, last year I didn't get to do a lot of catching work, and this year, I mean. Brad's done great with me. We work on my footwork, throwing the bags, and just a lot of being a leader on the field, really. So I, I've been working at catcher as long as I can remember playing baseball. Yep. Yeah, and so what's it like having Brad Ancliffe, who if people don't know, played catcher at Central Michigan University, really darn good player. What's it like having him? Do, it's kind of knowing this is a guy who you, only, you have to listen to what he says because he did it at the next level. I mean, it's, it's awesome. I, it's, he's someone I can trust. If I look over to the dugout and I have a question about something that I'm doing, he's going to tell me. If, even if I don't like the answer, he's going to tell me. Like we were, we were up, I don't even, we were up, Double-digit runs on Vesterberg and uh, Lane threw a curveball outside that I blocked and it bounced off the side of my leg and it was on a third strike. That runner ended up getting to first. And even it didn't matter that we were up double-digit runs. Brad was like, hey, you need to be on that ball holding me accountable for every single pitch. Yep, and that's one of those, like I said, would have been easy for him not to say anything mm-hmm. there, but I think that goes with that catcher-catcher mentality that you guys just, you know, have that camaraderie together. And now this group of juniors now – much love to Braylon Zucker, the lone senior on this team. But I had talked about coming into this season, the the four juniors from last year, but then I've seen Lane out of What's it like having this group of guys to play with? It's great. I think a lot of us can say that we didn't expect us to work this well together after coming off last year. I mean, it's all outside of me, Jack, Josh, and Caden. I mean, it's pretty much a brand-new team. Us four are the only four that have really played a lot together. 
the past two years, we were up. We split time on JV and varsity our freshman year. Then last year, us four were up full time. But having these guys come in and do exactly what we need them to, to go positions where maybe they're not that comfortable with, learn a new position. I know Owen McKenney has always been a main infielder, played a little bit of outfield. As you see on Saturday, I mean, he was playing right field for us, doing a great job. And he was one big guy that we knew if he could step up, it was going to make a big difference, and he did. Same way with Walcott having that freshman. It's it's great. I mean, everybody on the field has just been working so well together, putting their putting the best effort they can at that position and doing great at it. Cole Tillman, he came in. Uh, he didn't come up until, I want to say, midway through our regular season. And, I mean, now he's starting at second base when Caden's on the mound. So he's doing a great job too. And now this time of year, is school's done for you, right? No, nope, we got oh. we get out. Us guys that go to Mount Pleasant Tech Center get out yeah, Thursday, but Fridays right. are last. Day. So Thursday, Friday. But what's it like when this time of year comes around? Like school's kind of getting done. You still got the baseball rolling how, a little bit. How how fun is that? I mean, it's great. I mean, you wake up. I mean, a lot of us go to work. I went during the summer, but just being able to not have to worry about going to school, worry about our grades, make sure all that stuff. It's nice just to be able to get up and think baseball. Yep. Not and, to worry about anything else. And now, do you play any other sports? I do not. You do not. Baseball is your main steal, so this might not affect you, but I've started to like to ask the question with the kids who play all seasons, but I think you'll feel the same way here. Imagine your high school, no sports in high school. What would it be like? Boring. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't go to school. <laughs> and I, I'm sure you get good grades at everybody. Like I said, that's the way a lot of the students have felt. are like, wow, I, I, I could not even imagine what it would be like. And Now, what's something that you learned between the lines here behind the plate that you just would not be able to learn in the classroom? Oh, I don't know. There's a lot. It's how to control your emotions a lot. I mean, there's times where I, well, my mind's just going crazy, and I just need to take a deep breath, try to control myself. And I've really, really worked on that the past two years. And I know there's some guys on our team that are trying to work on it, so trying to help them do that. And I want to say leadership, but I mean, you learn a lot of leadership in the classroom. But I don't know. There's a lot of valuable things that just go into baseball, and people that play baseball get it and some people just don't yep and now as far as next level is that something that you'd like to do play catcher because I know you definitely got the skill to be able to like I said if people see you throwing guys out at second base it just doesn't happen a whole lot in high school well for the past I want to say three years I mean my goal was to go play college but I had I've been lucky enough my parents started a excavating business got there excavating so I mean that kind of turned my focus more towards that and that's something I've always wanted to do is be a part of a be a business owner with my dad so I mean that's something that's my plan after high school is to go work for my dad and you know like I said that's that's the cool thing about you kids out in Beale City sometimes too is you know what you guys aren't afraid to work like I said you might have some opportunities at the next level but you're like you know what that turns into a job too when I go off to college so you still might have that opportunity if you want to change your mind but I think that's pretty darn cool and a good good little plug for your dad right oh, yeah. there as well man jake thanks so much for joining me man really appreciate it well, thank you i appreciate you big big thank you to mr golf the year for taking some time to chat with me i now got brad and cliff here at the helm and brad i feel like you would have covered things pretty darn well man that was a fantastic interview with that youngster but want to ask you a few questions about this past saturday 15-0 over vesterberg 12-1 over cigarette academy just kind of your thoughts uh, shocked. Um, you know, I, we play good baseball. We came out with some of the best ball, put the ball in play, uh, made both teams make plays. Um, we took advantage of some mistakes, and, and um, but the guys, you know, did a great job. Yep, and I felt like I was able to ask Jake, this one, one of the leaders of this team, been up here for a couple of years. Blake Walcott, the freshman, 
Uh, he didn't know until I told him. He reached base every at-bat until his final at-bat in that fifth inning against Sacred Heart. What's that say about him? Huge. You know, I mean, he's played a lot of ball. Um Growing up in, in the shows because he comes in and he does a pretty good job. There's some things that we tweak, and, and you know, but he's done a great job as a freshman. And he's been one of those guys that we started the season bouncing him back and forth with JV varsity. But about five, six games in, I said, nah, he's kind of staying with us. So, <laughs> And he's been a starter ever since. Caden uh, this past Saturday, I think he took four plunkers, hit by pitch four times out there. He's your leadoff guy. The goal for the leadoff guys to get on base by any means necessary. And I'll go to Major League Two for people who don't know Willie Mays Hayes. You know, he comes back as leadoff guy. He bulked up this summer. He's a power hitter. Caden could be a power hitter, too. Oh, um, his batting average went down a teeny bit this year, but his on base percentage pretty much right where it was last year. What does that mean for him? Because, like I said, it, it's easy to step back and not get hit by a pitch and do it again. It, it's It's natural. But when you're in the playoffs, when you you need as many base runners as you can, it's one of those as a coach you kind of tell them, now don't lean into it, but if they're going to hit you, let them hit you. We what? say it all the time. We're, you know, and that's been our thing is, um, and we're doing a much better job. Jack Fussman has been hit 14 times. Uh, Caden Smith, Smith has been hit 12. Um, he goes as we go. He gets on base. We can do a lot of good things. And, and being the leadoff spot, that's why we put him there. Um, I like him to Chase Rollin. You know, we moved him to the leadoff spot his um, senior year, and, and um, you know, he did a lot of great things, and Caden's doing a lot of great things for us in that leadoff spot. Yeah, I mean, now, pitching from Caden and Lane Gross Saturday was unbelievable. And, I, you know, I expected it from Caden coming in. I knew you were going to have Josh Wilson, too. But then when I looked at the numbers for Lane Gross, uh, you know, some of the other guys on the year, just just unbelievable. Talk a little bit about the contributions you're getting from him. Oh, I, Lane has come in, and he's he's done a great job. You know, he's throwing strikes. He's mixing his pitches. Um, he came in and no-hit Vestberg on, on Saturday and, you know, had one walk. Um, but And I think that was the leadoff batter that he walked. And other than that, you know, he's been pounding the strike zone, doing a lot of good things for us. You know, Weston Anderson has been pounding the strike zone, doing a lot of good things for us. You know, we we needed depth. Um you know, Caden Smith can't throw every inning, and, and nor do we expect him to. And, and Josh Wilson, and um, now they're throwing against the the, um, the big dogs, our D1 schools, Midland Alves. You know, they throw against those guys. They throw against um, Okemos, you know, teams like that. So, you know, it's the other guys that, that have stepped up and done an outstanding job, and Lane has done a great job for us this year on the bump. You guys batted around in each game this past Saturday. What's it like seeing every one of your kids go up to the plate and succeed? How does that make you feel as a coach? Awesome. You know, that's that's pretty – I didn't even realize that. So that's pretty special that they did that. Um, you know, it, that's what we, we talk about, next man up, next side. Nobody wants to make that last out. Nobody wants to make the first out. And, you know, these guys have, have embraced it, and they've done a great job with it, and hopefully we continue to do that. And now uh, get to give some more love to Mr. Gothy, like I said, catch your offensive lineman combined – is there? I mean, quarterback, offensive lineman combined. I feel like that's the only comparison I can give to a catcher on the baseball field. Would you? Would you agree with that? He's, he is the quarterback of our team, and I tell him that every time that we do any in drill work. Um, you have to lead us. You have to tell guys where you need to know what everyone's doing before it happens. Um, and when we do bunt coverages and we do bunt D's and we do first and thirds and we do different things, you need to tell. If our pitcher isn't backing up a back, you need to tell them to get there. Um, so it's more than just being a catcher and receiving. Um, you have to run the team. And I was telling him, Caden Smith, he said, well, maybe not me, but Caden, when he gets on first base, 80% of the time probably, 
he's going to try and steal second. Absolutely. When you got a guy with some speed out there, they're going to try and take the bag. He's now thrown out 17 guys this year from behind the plate. That's outstanding for people who don't know. I've been doing this for about 10 years now. I've maybe seen three or four guys total thrown out at second base. I saw it twice in the Vesterberg game, and then maybe it made Sacred Heart a little shy trying to take second base. And they had base runners in that second game too, but they weren't able to move them around like you guys were. Right. We, we've worked on that a lot with Jake. Um, him and I have, you know, He's, he's right there with me, and he gets a lot of my wrath, and um, he also gets a lot of my compliments because it's not easy being a catcher. You know, you get beat up. Um, you have to love it. And he that's something that we worked on when we do indies. Every day we talk about pop time. We talk about staying low. We talk about all that stuff. You know, and he gets upset when people steal on him, and I'm, I'm glad he does. And But that's, that's also a credit to our pitchers. Because we do a good job of keeping guys close, and then we, you know, when we pick off or they got quick um, slide steps, and so that helps us out too. Yep. Last thing I want to ask you about: I thought the biggest play Saturday was the bunt single. For people who don't know, you guys had two guys on. They had brought in a new pitcher for Sacred Heart Academy. He plunked <laughs> the first two guys, and up comes Jake Gauthier, and he, you knew he was going to bunt. Everybody on the field knew he was going to drop down a bunt. But what he say before he went up to the plate? You no, know I had. They had, when they changed pitchers, um, Earl actually made a trip and talked to talked to him, and I just said to Jake, I said, you know your button? He's like, yep. He goes, this is going to be the best button I've had all year. And I said, make it happen. I said, make the third baseman field it, and that's what he did. Yep. Did a great job. And Bogue was holding on third to try and get that lead runner if possible, and it was in such a perfect spot. There was no play to be made, and I felt like that just took yes. all the air out of the sails of Sacred Art Academy after that because then it was – Nobody out, bases loaded, as opposed to a second and third, one out. Now we're probably going to have a sacrifice fly. One run might come across this inning as opposed to it's bases loaded, right. nobody out, and that's when you guys batted around there yep. was that. And so just unbelievable performance from you guys Saturday. Now you guys play again Wednesday against Saginaw, Michigan, Lutheran Seminary. And for anybody who looks at that record, remember what happened with Saginaw Novella a couple years ago. They've played some steep competition all year long, just like you guys. They got a 13 and 14 record, I believe it was, but all 14 of their losses probably to schools bigger than them, D3, D2, and some maybe even D1. What's going to take to get that victory Wednesday? Just play the, play our style baseball. You know, we come out, we got to play Aggie baseball, and these guys are doing a great job of it. They're, they're bunting, they're getting key hits. Um, you know, we're moving guys up. Um, and our pitchers are throwing strikes, and that's that's the key thing. We can't walk people. we got to pound the strike zone and make our defense play defense and, and let those guys play behind us. All right, Brad, thanks so much for joining me, man. Appreciate it. I appreciate it. it. Thanks for coming out. Thank you so much for tuning in to Spock Sports Show on Buck 92 every Monday night, 7 o'clock, and podcasting wherever you get your podcasts. And more coming up this week. Hope to catch up with Sacred Art, Shepherd Softball, talk about what they've got coming up this weekend and that crazy comeback from Shepherd Softball. Spock Sports Show, Buck 92, and at MyMichiganPodcast.com. Thank you for listening to Spock Sports Show with Chris Spockman, sponsored locally through Barbary Law Firm. The views and opinions heard on this podcast do not necessarily reflect those views and opinions of Latitude Media. Our sponsors, affiliates, and My1043 or Buck92 Radio. Check out our website for even more podcasts from around the area. Just go to MyMichiganPodcast.com. It's podcasting that matters.